Hello. Pastor Deborah here. Welcome again. Yeah, we're in the garden today. The house is quiet. My living room is quiet. Yeah, sort of. I hear a motorcycle going by. Or maybe it's a truck. But welcome, welcome. We're beginning another portion of this wonderful, wonderful letter called My Dear Spiritual Child Letter from Me, Agape Love Himself. It was dictated, inspired to me back in the year 2001. The Heavenly Father spoke through his Holy Spirit that lives inside of my spirit to me, spiritually, the forever person. And out through my spirit to my soul it came. And out through the physical body, I wrote it, printed it, put it in books, mailed it out all over the world. So I can tell you. I hear you. I hear your deep cries, the father was saying. I could see you in your trances. I could hear your silent voices calling for help. Pastor Deborah had to learn how to see you, how to hear you, how to talk with you. So I was given a precious gift. It's an anointing that comes from the Holy Spirit, a gift to minister spiritually called the gift of discerning of spirits and along with that came the words of knowledge and working of miracles yeah and healing my spirit would be given whatever it was needed at the time to do ministry with you so i could hear you i had to learn to live in two worlds at all times Always ready for my spirit to sort of be in contact with you. For you to just show up when I'm washing dishes, sleeping, sitting in a chair, typing. Mm -hmm. I had to be aware of the spirit realm, that you were in it. You, the precious little forever person. This letter from this heavenly father was written to his dear spiritual child so welcome again here in the garden to all of you yes all of you even some of you that aren't my children yet or his but he has allowed you to come and be in his presence and feel his sweet blanket of love covering you to see a spiritual world you know very little of where you are free to grow and learn and see truth and be loved with a love that you do not know about yet. So welcome. This is number 39. And we are entering part number four of the journal called Who I Was. Mm -hmm. Who I Was was given to me, as I said, from the Holy Spirit. These were silent cries and voices out of the darkness of the spirit realm, out of your own heart. You were deep, and you were calling unto deep for help. 
for something you knew nothing of, for peace and love, which you knew nothing about. Joy, what's that? You knew you were a slave. You knew to who, but you didn't believe there was any help. But you were calling. Your eyes may have been closed off in trances, tortured, but you were calling. He heard you, and he sent me to tell you he hears you. And in this journal called Who I Was, it's about a journey of Pastor Deborah, who became a voice in the darkness, Mm -hmm. a voice of light to you. And we were reading about this little one who Pastor Deborah went to and was talking to. So let's pick up in part number four. But before we begin, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that you're here with us today, that you drew us to yourselves, that from the cross and the forgiveness that you applied to all humanity, you're always drawing us, seeking us, calling to us out of the deep realm of agape love. You sent your agape love through space and time for us, but we did not hear it. We did not know that. For we were deeply hidden in prison cells, dungeons, caves, darkness and fear. But you came anyway to us. And now you're coming to us in a video, a light speaking to us with a voice in it of gentleness and tenderness of you and your love. And we thank you for helping us. To come to the light. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. We want to give a big thank you to Zoom Pro, to Pixabay Motion Videos, for they are the two that I'm recording in. I'm using this wonderful motion video from Pixabay, and I'm in Zoom Pro. Now, you know I don't use a green screen, so weird things will happen around my hair. My hand will disappear. You'll see my background coming through every once in a while. And I may not be very clear, but those green screens, they are wonderful. I've tried the professional ones. Don't work. Don't have a wall behind me to put anything up on. Tried one on a chair. Too small. Made one of my own. Too cumbersome. Mm -hmm. So please forgive me for just sitting down, getting in Zoom, and recording. So let's pick up in part number four. Of who I was. I want to go back and just read the last little section to you. And then we'll start number 39. Part four. Of who I was. The voice is gentle. That's gentleness right there. And kind. And the words so far. Are not hurting me. And causing me to be afraid. And want to run away into even deeper hidden worlds for safety. When you are a shepherd, a mama, a teacher, a preacher, a pastor, your words, your voice must be gentle and kind to those that you know you're called to minister to. Now, sometimes to the religious people, to their souls, not their spirits, But to their souls, I got to get a little tougher. Mama has to get a little louder, but not to these. You, 
the fearful ones. Even those that are in the religious world, they're blind. Mm -hmm. They want to be the rulers, but they're not. They wear robes and they control nations, not through the kingdom of heaven. They try to control it and leaders through religion, pomp and circumstance and robes and all kinds of beautiful churches. Mm -hmm. They try to nuzzle up to the leaders. Mm -hmm. But that's not what the kingdom of heaven is about. The kingdom of heaven. It's not a natural building. It's not a natural physical body. It's the spirit inside of every human being. So this little one who was calling out to the deep for help with silent cries was saying, as this agape love, which this video represents, is covering me in a blanket of sweetness and love and peace. I begin to feel something I have never felt before. Could this be love? Most of us spiritually do not know what love is. Love in our soul and our biological body is chemicals, dopamine. The peace we're seeking comes from orgasms. The joy we want to feel comes from the organs, the nerves in our physical body, which produce dopamine in our system. We're actually a drug addict to dopamine. We want to feel connected and bonded. Mm -hmm. We want to be loved. But you know what? We'll take that love from an animal. We'll even love purposes. Mm -hmm. We'll love money and get the same drug effect as sex. We love war. Did you know war and sex are so related? There's penetration. There's aggressiveness. There's victors. There's dominance. Mm -hmm. I watched some movies. And when they talk about war, they are seducing another person. Sex is used in war Mm -hmm. to belittle those that you have conquered. It releases all that adrenaline. Mm -hmm. It's a way of dehumanizing another person, both male and female and children also. War is violent. A lot of sex is violent. Rough. Adrenaline's going. Dopamine is going. The chemicals of the body. All the nerve endings are excited. Building up to the great eclipse of orgasm. That's right. A release with a peace that is so powerful. I try to tell those that do that. As well as the drug addicts seeking peace. They're seeking peace for their body, their mind, and their spirit. But this God of agape love, his peace is not of any of that world. He doesn't use sex. He is intimate. Becomes one with us. But not in a sexual way. 
This God of agape love and Pastor Deborah has no sex with you. Not in that way, not even in the realm of the spirit. But we can become one. And that's another teaching to understand. I understood that from another book called the Book of Thomas. Thomas was writing about if a lion eats you, you become a part of the lion. You go into his muscles, his bones, his chemicals, whatever's in you. If you eat a lion, it becomes a part of you. So when two things become one through nourishing food or drinking water, that's intimacy. This agape love desires to be in you, feeding all of your spiritual needs. Growing you, nourishing you, being your very milk that you need to grow. The very food that you must eat on. The very comfort and peace. What is this agape love? It is God himself. For we learn that God is love. He shines out like this radiance. All of that that comes off of him is love. Because he is radiating himself to you. And when you allow him to touch you spiritually, his love is cleansing, it's pure and holy. So this little one, who Pastor Deborah went to as a voice in the light, started feeling this love. Now let's pick up, let's pick up in part number 39. Am I truly found in this darkness? Am I being loved? Is this what love feels like? The voice was touching me in a way I have never experienced. Most pastors don't know how to use their voice and be tender and express agape love. To others, they're loud. They stick their hands out. They don't, they put music too loud. They wear loud and bright clothes that you can't hear their voice. They'll tell jokes and think that that's love. Pastor Deborah had to learn. I had to have a mommy's heart, a shepherd's heart, a mother's heart, a tender voice. I had to learn. I am so afraid, this little one says, to let the words of the voice touch me. Also, there'll be scramblers between me, agape love, and your ears, scrambling the words. So what you hear and what he and I say are not the same thing. I ran into that. So sometimes instead of just talking, talking, you have to ask, what did I just say? Repeat back to me what I said. And when they repeat it back, it will be different. It'll have a different meaning, concept, because the words, the meanings were scrambled to them. I am so afraid to let these words of this voice of Pastor Deborah touch my heart. 
Words are so hurtful. I found that out. This little one says they're full of lies and pain. But this voice, these words are soft, tender, and kind. And they're full of this agape love. Can they say that about you? Oh, too many religious people are just religious, angry. They have no love in their voice. They don't even know how to talk. They've never been around these kind of people. They stay in their little bubble of religion, just preaching to the choir, so to speak. But this voice, these words are soft, this little one is saying. They are tender and kind and are full of this thing called agape, love. This strange light, this love thing, I want to believe, I want to be touched by this light. This agape love, I've been waiting for so long, been crying for so long to be loved by someone who's kind. Could this light be what I've been waiting for, crying for, wanting? I am going to take a chance on this light, this voice, this agape love stuff. So I stepped out of my darkness. And into the light of a copy love. When you come here to the garden. And you desire love. That you don't understand. And you want to be Pastor Deborah's spiritual child. And his. You're taking a chance. You're stepping out of the darkness. And into his light. Of a copy love. So I believed in my heart and mind and in my soul that this gift of a copy love in this light is something I've wanted all my life. I opened myself up to receive his. And Pastor Deborah's agape love, this light, this voice in the light, I began to believe that all these things are real. And they have come just for me. I allowed them to touch me. Love can be forced on you. Rape through domestic violence, wars and terrors and bombings, threatening, loud voices. They can threaten you if you don't bow your knee and love whatever is coming 
trying to have a relationship with you. Mm -hmm. Some people will get it one way or the other. And then there's some people, they can't have you. Have your love. Nobody else will. They're so possessive and controlling. Mm -hmm. And it's not about love. You'll see that with slaves. They say they love their masters, but they don't. The masters live in a make-believe world, wanting to have loving slaves, servants. But the slaves and the servants are only serving out of fear of death. They have no choice if they want to live. So this little one, bravely, bravely, said in himself or herself, I believe. I believe these words of the voice in the light. I took a big step and believe that I am loved. You don't know how many precious forever people I meet. They don't believe in love. They don't know what it is. The only love they know are demons, mothers of darkness, fathers of abuse, satanic, demonic spirits. That's all. Fear and torment. Every sort. Physically, in their soul, spiritually. But this little one took a chance. The voice told me that this heavenly father and his agape love His light would set me spiritually free of the darkness, of ignorance, slavery, the fear of death, and from Satan and his demons. Now that, I said to myself, is just too much to believe. Can you imagine learning that this power of agape love can set you free. This little one goes on and says, but I took a big chance and allowed this voice in the light and the gift it brought to me to love me. You see, you have to accept it. I can, it can be offered to you freely here but until you take it yourself willingly without fear of being hurt then it can work it will not force itself on you that would be a rapist a terrorist domestic violence won't do that it'll just keep offering itself freely gently Helping you to receive it. Someone heard my cries for help. This little one is thinking. Someone saw my tearless tears. Someone came to help me. Someone loves me. Can you imagine the realization when you know you are loved? You, the forever person. Here in the garden, we all love you. 
and out in the world where it's so horrible and death is there and famine and wars and bombs and raping and greed and horrible political leaders, you're loved, wanted in this family. Pastor Deborah's come to get you and tell you how much we love you. Just as you are. And we won't keep you that way. We'll offer you a new birth. Clean you up. Give you new clothes spiritually. Cut you off from that old satanic Satan. That image and likeness of that father. And give you a new father. The beautiful and glorious and majestic heavenly father. Out of your death. And out of your wickedness will come life. You, like right out of the cocoon as a caterpillar and become a butterfly. A new life form. New creature with no memories of being a caterpillar. That's the power of agape love that's come to you today. A gift of agape love in light. Has come. Came to you little one. Came to me. This little one is thinking. In my darkness. A voice in the light. Of a spiritual mother. A shepherd. Spoke. Words of light to me. Can you imagine. What you must be thinking right now. Here in the garden. Not only have we come to you, but we have brought you gently. Mm -hmm. And if you are too afraid to come, we'll still come to you in your dreams. I go in the darkness all the time. I'm a special operations behind the enemy lines worker. Mm -hmm. Trained Navy SEAL, Army Ranger. There's no place I can't go. I go into wombs. Rescue little spirits when their bodies are being ripped and torn and dissolved in an abortion. I will go into the NICU units where the little babies are. I'll go into where you're having in a coma. There's no place I cannot go. If I have to come to hell to find you, I've done that too. You go read the story called 72 Virgins. It'll be up here soon. I will come wherever you are. God be loved in the light that I bear you, says the Heavenly Father. There's no bounds, no space and time that I cannot reach you. A voice in the light, the little one is thinking, of a spiritual mother, a shepherd, spoke words of light to me. That didn't hurt my heart and mind. I can't even explain what the rays of light feel like. I've never felt anything like it before. Am I going to be okay? The same? You'll be asking those same questions as this little one did. The voice in the light told me that I am loved so very much and that someone I don't know yet died 
for me to have this gift. This light, this agape love could come to me. And through it, I can be reconciled back to his father who sent these gifts to me. A lot of people don't know. A way had to be made for you. Somebody died. The greatest love you'll learn that you can ever show is to lay down your life for another. Soldiers know about that. They'll lay on the barbed wire. They'll go and fall on a grenade. Secret servicemen, they pledge a vow to take a bullet for who they're protecting. Mm -hmm. The greatest love is when you can lay your life down for another. The voice in the light has kept telling me about this father who sent these gifts of his light, his agape love and the voice. I am not the father. He's speaking to you right now through me. It is his light, his agape love, his presence, his garden, his kingdom, his family. I am an ambassador, a political leader of his, a king. I am doing his work here on the planet. He and I are working together. He's in me and I'm in him. We're here together. Speaking to you. I'm bringing. I am brought in the light. But he's the light. Copy love is the light. That's him. I'm in that. And he's in me. A copy love is light. The voice in the light. This little one. Keeps telling us. That. He is being told. That his. That this father, through his son's death, had already spiritually defeated Satan. I didn't know that. And his demons doesn't look like it. And their power over me long, long ago. When did that happen? Nobody told me. So I said, yeah, right, voice in the light. (laughs) That ain't true. That I don't believe at all. I don't see it. Never heard about it. Sure don't look like it out in the world. Seems like people pray to all kinds of gods, all kinds of religions out there. It's one God against another God. Oh, God be to glory. Well, (laughs) but this lady's talking nuts. This voice in the light, this Pastor Deborah said, that these things that I know about personally have been defeated. That is, I know that's your mindset. He knows that's how you think too. And we know you don't believe it yet. This little one goes on and says, I know Satan and his demons personally. And they are powerful. And there is no power more powerful than them and no one who could stop them defeat him or overpower them no sir 
nobody at all. The voice in the light told me of a beautiful place I can live in and be safe in. Instead of the worlds I now live in, a garden called Eden, a garden of this heavenly father where I am in his pleasure and delight. And his face shines on me 24-7. No darkness ever. See, most of you run to your secret places that you've created. Or as you think in your heart, so you are. But he says, you don't have to do that anymore. You can come to the garden. Mm -hmm. That's where we are right now. Well, that really sounded good to me. Not too sure where it is. But the voice in the light told me not to worry. The Garden of Eden will always be there for me from this time on. We're here now. Oh, you don't have to know the way. All you do is think, say, I want to go to the Garden of Eden. And an angel will help you. You'll be drawn, brought, and you'll see that cherubim out front he'll bow his head to you and you'll see the flaming sword bow to you they know who you really are once you get changed born again they are here to serve you they are here to protect the garden the voice in the light said that i can now live in this garden of eden forever if I wanted to and that this father would always be there for me and in this garden was his glory and agape love as all of you are finding out look around you see the beauty and the glory Satan doesn't have this kind of garden his gardens are filled with sexual pleasures demons Bewitchments, illusions of grandeur and power. Mm -hmm. Nobody's mansion, castle, palace, no nation on earth can live up to what the kingdom of heaven is. Some of it might be a representation of something trying to build, but it's not that. That's why most of us love nature and we love beautiful plants and animals there's something in us that we know how we're treating the earth the animals the planet is not right but we don't know how to change or what to do so this little one is finding out more from the voice in the light And in this garden, this voice in the light said, is his glory and his agape love. This garden of Eden, the garden, the place of his presence, would be my very own city of refuge. I will be safe there from Satan and his demons. They cannot enter. 
that cherubim, God's power and glory protects it. Wow. I'm not too sure about all this. Light, love, a garden, a voice in the light. Sure sounds almost too good to be true. The voice in the light spoke softly to me. The words in the light are kind. And I feel safe. Can your voice and words make people spiritually feel safe? Do you present strength in your voice? Some people try. But then when we look past your soul, you're not. A lot of people think those people who are controlled, angry, will use this case scenario. Some people have gotten lots of wealth through corruption from many nations and many ways. I don't want you to know that. And when the time comes to be on the right side of history, they delay and slow walk and they cannot come against what has fed them, provided their wealth and glory to them because they would be in trouble Mm -hmm. and their family would be in trouble. A lot of people don't understand world politics, how it works. They don't look at it through eyes of criminals and corruption, mafia, strong and powerful and weak. They don't see. Just mm-hmm. look. So this little one is saying that these voices, this voice of the Heavenly Father and His love and pet are sweet. They're kind and soft to me. Most religious leaders are not that way. They're loud, brass, cold. They don't care. They just want the job. Did you know most pastors are considered self-employed? Mm-hmm. Not all of them. I think in the Catholic Church, you are a, a citizen of a foreign country. The Vatican is actually a country. Mm-hmm. And if you're a priest in that or a nun or a worker, you are a citizen of that country. You have diplomatic status no matter where you are in the world. So that's one reason why the priests and everybody live on uh, church property. They put a fence up because that is really another country. In some churches, you are employed by that denomination. Others, you are self-employed. Some, it's just a profession. Yeah, that's all. And they stay there and they can't give it up. They can't find other ways to help people. They've gone to Bible school, nothing wrong with that, but they just learn denominational doctrines. That's all. I've met pastors who believe whatever happens in life, God directed it, doesn't matter. Some pastors believe God doesn't talk to you directly because if you hear a voice inside yourself that it's God, you are mentally ill because you're hearing voices. Some people don't believe God has emotions and feelings and gets mad or laughs. It's just what they call providence. 
fate, whatever happens, God directed it. Some people believe if you're born with disabilities, physical handicaps, mental, God made you that way. That's not the truth. That comes from genes. The genes have been perverted and twisted Mm -hmm. throughout time because there's no Holy Spirit in it. Mm -hmm. From the early days of Adam and woman and everything was twisted, not perfect and beautiful anymore. So this little one is saying your words, Pastor Deborah, you're in the light. I can hear you. I see you as light. They're gentle to me. They're soft and tender. And they're kind, and I feel safe. The words of this light seemed so different than all the words I've ever heard. The voice told me this agape love had the power to free me and heal me. I really didn't believe all of this, but I kept listening. The voice in the light told me. That this is all possible because of the death of the father's son long ago for me. Someone died for me? Yes, the voice in the light said. And I want to end this one right here. Yes, someone died for you long ago. Mm Mm-hmm. So you could live because out of death comes life. Mm -hmm. So this little one is beginning to learn. It's beginning to allow love to touch him. Not to be afraid of it. It's beginning to see and learn some things he has not yet learned. But he's beginning. If you want to be Touched by this love. Receive this gift. From the voice in the light. And learn more. About this one. Who died for you. To be free and healed. Then just say yes. This agape love will do its work. You'll get a Hebrews 4.12. A spiritual circumcision. Out of your soul. You'll be freed. You won't be dead. And you'll be free to be taught and nurtured and loved. And I'll become your spiritual mother. I have them come to me all day long. Leaders. People. Who need counsel. They don't know this God yet enough. They believe in him. But they haven't yet learned how to work with him, be in ministry with him, to let his words lead him, lead them and guide them. So if you would like that, just nod your head, wink your eye, raise your little finger, just have a thought. Because we've already heard your silent cries. We've heard your deep calls unto deep. The deep has come. God be love is here in the light for you. He'll do the rest. In the name of Christ Jesus, Father, be about your work. Fulfill your words, Isaiah 61 and 62. Apply the work and the victory of the cross of your son, Christ Jesus. 
apply your love and bring freedom, new birth, deliverance, and strength. And bring them into the family in the name of Christ Jesus, okay? And I'll pick you up again in the next video of my dear spiritual child letter from me, Agape Love himself. It should be part number 40. We're still in the journal of who I was. And that one we'll pick up in next week. Bye.